Friends, if think about it, it's time to prepare for bad times. And right now is the time to do it. If you know a big storm is coming, you prepare in advance. Same goes for our nation's future. That's why I recommend stocking up on emergency food from My Patriot Supply. They're America's number one preparedness company with millions of happy, well-prepared customers. I use them. Their food lasts for up to 25 years in storage. It's an insurance policy you can eat when you need it. It'll be there. And right now you can save $50 on a four-week emergency food kit or $150 on a three-month supply. This kit provides breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks, totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Every family in America should have one of these. So go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com and save $50 on your four-week food kit or $150 on a three-month kit. That's preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Do it before the peanut butter hits the fan. Go to preparewiththinkaboutit.com. Steve here. Have you ever thought about what it means to reset something? We can reset computers, we can reset routers because it means that we remove everything there and start over. When we reset a phone or any other digital device, it removes everything currently existing on it. And this is a good way to describe the great reset spoken of by all the world leaders. But in order to reset the earth, you must destroy the earth as we know it. And they don't try to hide the fact that that's what they're doing. What they don't admit to you though, is there is a plan to depopulate and it's in the billions. And they'll do it using any means necessary because as they say, we may never get this opportunity again. This is the plan that I have repeatedly warned about to take the tools of oppression used to tackle the coronavirus and use them all, lockdowns, forced business closures, exclusion zones, isolation. We heard, we heard Angela Marsden earlier, businesses shut down, isolation at home, all of that, all of those measures, including destroying private property rights and private income in order to tackle the climate crisis. Now is a historical moment, a time, not only to fight severe virus, but to shape the system. We have a unique but rapidly shrinking window of opportunity to learn lessons and reset ourselves on a more sustainable path. It is an opportunity we have never had before and may never have again. So we must use all the levers we have at our disposal, knowing that each and every one of us has a vital role to play. It is imperative that we reimagine, rebuild, redesign, reinvigorate and rebalance our world. And that last one was the clown Guterres, who was at the Climate Ambition Summit, telling us the world is going to cook by three and a half degrees or something by the end of the century. Yeah, right. This Great Reset is as serious and as dangerous a threat to our prosperity, to your prosperity and your freedom as we have faced in decades. With these powerful bodies, including the World Economic Forum, the United Nations, the International Monetary Fund and even Prince Charles boasting, yes, boasting that within a few, within a few short years, yes, their words, you will own nothing and you will be happy. Remember, this is not me saying this, this is them. They are even running ads for the Great Reset. 
The countries will dominate. I wonder which ones they might be. A terrifying coalition of big business, big tech and left-wing totalitarians are so confident and so brazen. I mean, they just stole the US election, so I guess they're feeling pretty chuffed with themselves that they are now promising you will own nothing and you will be happy. What they should have added is, added is, and we, the very rich, will own everything and be even happier. Of course they will. The great tragedy here is that Prince Charles is involved in this fascist corporatist global push and is thereby putting our entire constitutional monarchy at risk. Queen Elizabeth, please give the bloke the punch. And you think I'm just imagining this stuff? Crazy old Rowan with his conspiracy theories? Think again. This garbage is already deeply embedded into our state and federal governments. I've spoken before about the insidious phrase build back better, which sounds like common sense, but is in fact just one of several slogans for the Great Reset. Another being the Orwellian phrase, the fourth industrial revolution. Here's old Klaus again, minus the white cat on his knee, telling us all about the fourth industrial revolution. The fourth industrial revolution will impact our lives completely. It will not only change how we communicate, how we produce, how we consume, it will change actually us, our own identity, which of course gives life uh, to such uh, policies and uh, developments like uh, smart traffic, smart government, smart cities. What we will see is that uh, everything will be integrated into an ecosystem driven by big data and uh, driven uh, particularly by close cooperation also of governments uh, with um, uh, business, civil society. And this revolution will come at a race-taking speed. It will be like a tsunami. Like a tsunami in the fourth industrial revolution. You will own nothing, but you will be happy. That is an order. It gets worse. The World Economic Forum are now blatantly saying capitalism needs a dose of Marxism. As I say, it's not like they're hiding their sinister intentions. Remember the swine flu scare of 1976? That was the year the U.S. government told us all that swine flu could turn out to be a killer that could spread across the nation. And Washington decided that every man, woman, and child in the nation should get a shot to prevent a nationwide outbreak, a pandemic. I don't need another flu shot. I had a flu shot last year. A swine flu epidemic may be coming. Swine flu? Man, I'm too fast to let it catch me. You'll want to be especially if you're elderly or chronically ill. Get a shot of protection, the swine flu shot. Well, 46 million of us obediently took the shot. And now 4,000 Americans are claiming damages from Uncle Sam amounting to three and a half billion dollars because of what happened when they took that shot. By far the greatest number of the claims, two thirds of them, are for neurological damage or even death. This virus was the cause of a pandemic in 1918 and 1919 that resulted in over half a million deaths in the United States, as well as 20 million deaths around the world. 
see how easy it is to... Thus, the U.S. government's publicity machine was cranked into action to urge all America to protect itself against the swine flu menace. Influenza is serious business. During major flu epidemics, millions of people are sick and thousands die. Well, this year you can get protection. The vaccines are safe, easy to take, and they can protect you against flu. So roll up your sleeve. Protect yourself. One of those who did roll up her sleeve was Judy Roberts. She was perfectly healthy, an active woman, when in November of 1976, she took her shot. Two weeks later, she says, she began to feel a numbness starting up her legs. By the following week, I was totally paralyzed. So completely paralyzed, in fact, that they had to operate on her to enable her to breathe. And for six months, Judy Roberts was a quadriplegic. The diagnosis? A neurological disorder called Guillain-Barre syndrome. This disease can even kill. Indeed, there are 300 claims now pending from the families of GBS victims who died, allegedly as a result of the swine flu shot. Judy, why did you take the flu shot? I'd never taken any other flu shots, but I felt like this was going to be a major epidemic. And the only way to prevent a major epidemic of a, a really deadly variety of flu was for everybody to be immunized. As part of informing Americans about the swine flu threat, Dr. Sensor's CDC also helped create the advertising to get the public to take the shot. There's only one thing I can think of that hits harder than us. What can that be? The swine flu. It could knock you flat. So what's the defense for it, huh? Like our philosophy. You got to hit it before it hits you. You mean the shot? Yeah. You got yours? You better believe it. If swine flu wants to challenge me, I'm ready. Oh, me too, brother. Me too. Get the swine flu shot. Time is running out. Let me read to you from one of your own agency's memos planning the campaign to urge Americans to take the shot. The swine flu vaccine has been taken by many important persons, he wrote. Example, President Ford, Henry Kissinger, Elton John, Muhammad Ali, Mary Tyler Moore, Rudolph Nureyev, Walter Cronkite, Ralph Nader, Edward Kennedy, etc., etc. Did you talk to these people beforehand to find out if they planned to take the shot? I did not know. Did anybody? I do not know. Did you get permission to use their names in your campaign? I do not know. Mary, did you take a swine flu shot? No, I did not. Did you give them permission to use your name saying that you had or were going to? Absolutely not. Never did. Did you ask your own doctor about taking the swine flu shot? Yes, and at the time he thought it might be a good idea. Um, but I resisted it because I was leery of having the symptoms that sometimes go with that kind of inoculation. A man with my government because they knew the facts, but they didn't release those facts because they, if they had released them, the people wouldn't have taken them. And they can come out tomorrow and tell me there's going to be an epidemic and they can drop off like flies to Mexico. I will not take another shot that my government tells me to take. Meantime, Judy Roberts and some 4,000 others like her are still waiting for their day in court. So roll up your sleeve, protect yourself. Ex-head of respiratory research at Pfizer, Mike Yeadon, and researchers including Craig Cooper, have sourced VAERS data on vaccine death and injury in the U.S. A database of over 700,000 adverse reactions caused by the Moderna, Pfizer, and Janssen vaccines. These vaccines have been deployed in different batches officially referred to as LOTS. This has allowed Yeadon's team to back-engineer Big Pharma's COVID-19 vaccine deployment agenda in the U.S. All their information is published at howbadismybatch.com, 
and howbad.info. And what we learn is quite telling. About 0.5% of all the different batches are highly toxic, resulting in hospitalization, disability, and death within days or weeks of injection. Other batches cause minimal adverse reactions and most appear to be harmless placebos. When plotting on a timeline, we can see that these three companies have been working together to quietly monitor the lethal effectiveness of specific deadly batches. While one company is deploying a lethal batch, the other two deploy harmless ones, creating the scientific environment to perform dose range finding, or the maximum tolerated dose for each specific batch. The timeline shows that each lethal batch deployment is preceded and followed by a quiet period, allowing them time to establish their baseline before the next deadly batch is deployed. Private leaked documents from the CDC show a list of expiry dates, and only certain lots are included, the very same lots found to be highly toxic in Parta Cooper's database. Which makes sense, there would be no reason to list expiration dates for saline placebo, only the deadly ones. This mode of deployment allows governments the ability to direct deadly batches into specific populations, such as red states. Analysis of the number of dying per 100,000 vaccinated in 50 states shows us that the overwhelming majority of vaccine deaths are happening in red states. Some red states are experiencing 11 times more vaccine deaths than other states. On average, red states are experiencing twice the amount of vaccine death and injuries than blue states. After ruling out other possibilities, Parta Cooper concluded that this can only be due to the fact that red states received at least twice as much of the lethal batches than blue states did. Among several other crimes, they are tipping the scales of the democratic process by killing people who voted against the New World Order's woke, build back better, great reset while at the same time endlessly flooding the borders with unvaccinated foreigners. And it's happening right now. Whether they were present that day or were otherwise criminally responsible for the assault on our democracy, we will follow the facts wherever they lead. Domestic terrorists. Climate chaos. The Earth is under attack. 12 people were killed in a submerged subway. There is a looming climate disaster. The extreme heat, bone dry conditions, the devastating drought decimating crops. The Earth's climate is drastically changing, oftentimes with catastrophic results. Throughout the world, a mega drought is choking the life out of civilization. Exceptional and extreme drought conditions, those are the two worst categories. And now the news is about to get even worse. While wildfires blaze through the towns, floods are ravishing communities. A year's worth of rain lashed central China's city of Chengchou over the course of just three days. The earth is warming because of man, but it is geoengineering and the manipulation of our planet's weather that is devastating our climate. Through the years, powerful and well-known people have voiced their desire to kill off humanity. Weather control is about the globalist hold to power and their depopulation agenda. Now in 2021, they are preparing to call the human race. Climate engineering is the crown jewel weapon of the military industrial complex, a weapon with which they can 
bring populations to their knees without those populations ever even knowing they're under assault. And now through the use of geoengineering, they have created one of the most severe droughts in human history. That drought will bring about a famine that will kill millions. And they are not going to relinquish that power. And they are willing to pay any price, including the decimation of what's left of Earth's life support systems. The consequences of these evil actions places everyone on the planet in grave danger. Today, there is a confluence of events in the world which will culminate with the breakdown of the global economy and the social order. We are going to go through a very, very difficult time. There will be a massive upheaval, people angry in the streets by the millions, and the cities will burn. The purposeful collapse of our climate will bring about pestilence and famine. As that famine intensifies, people's desire for freedom and their desperate need for food and water will cause society to come apart at the seams. There has been chaos and violence in the streets. is inevitable. With looming danger on every front, the world teeters on the edge, and society is at the breaking point. Climatologists, meteorologists, scientists, and other experts are stunned by the sudden advance of our collapsing climate. I said before the world that we needed a strong global agreement. The climate is being intentionally warmed through geoengineering. He who controls the weather will control the world. This is weather warfare brought to bear against all of mankind. What they don't care to think about is the fact that this earth does not belong to Satan. It never did and it definitely never will. If the devil had the power that he has convinced all these elites that he has, then there would be no Bible. There would be no book of Enoch still accessible to all those who want it. All he can do is try to convince man that what the Bible says is not true, but he's never been able to eradicate it from the earth. Why is that? The answer is found in three of the four Gospels. Jesus said heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21. His words will never pass away because he said they never would. So the devil has no chance of eradicating the word of God from this earth. I want everyone watching this video to understand that based on the word of the living God, we are at the precipice of the beginning of sorrows. I don't care what videos you watch or listen to on YouTube or anywhere else. I don't even care what your pastor is teaching or not teaching about Matthew chapter 24, Luke 21, or Revelation. If they're not able to read Matthew chapter 24, verses 7 and 8, then they really don't have much spiritual understanding to see the obvious and what any believer who has eyes to see and ears to hear can understand. The first seal has already been opened and the rider on the white horse has gone forth and we can see the effect of it conquering and going about to conquer on this earth. I've done videos on the rider on the white horse already. But the rider on the red horse 
When the second seal has clearly been seen as being opened, will reveal the next stage of great sorrow. Jesus said, for nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these events are the beginning of labor pains. Other translations say birth pains, but it's easy to understand Jesus is saying this is the beginning of a great tribulation or the great persecution. Then they will hand you over to be persecuted and they will kill you. You will be hated by all nations because of my name. Then many will fall away, betray one another, and hate one another. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. Because lawlessness will multiply, the love of many will grow cold. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. The globalists are behind the next false flag and the instigation of war and possibly the cyber attacks that are coming. And all of this or any of this can fall at any given time in our near future. But the fact remains is that they are determined to do Satan's will by destroying this earth. In the Gospel of John, Jesus said, a thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. In the Revelation of John, he said, the nations were angry, but your wrath has come. The time has come for the dead to be judged and to give the reward to your servants, the prophets, to the saints, to those who fear your name, both small and great. And the time has come to destroy those who destroy the earth. This verse in Revelation chapter 11 is right before the three and a half year system of the Antichrist's final domination on earth. And it's a great encouragement to all the people of God who love Jesus Christ because it's also the time that God says he will destroy those who destroyed the earth. And he knows every one of them and every single man and woman who will be and is responsible for the evil that men are in control of right now. Why did Jesus have to come to this earth and die as a man? Well, it tells us in Hebrews. Now, since the children have flesh and blood in common, Jesus also shared in these so that through his death he might destroy the one holding the power of death, that is, the devil, and free those who were held in slavery all their lives by the fear of death. For it is clear that he does not reach out to help angels, but to help Abraham's offspring. Therefore, he had to be like his brothers and sisters in every way, so that he could become a merciful and faithful high priest in matters pertaining to God to make atonement for the sins of the people. For since he himself has suffered, when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are tempted. If you're tired of living for yourself and believing everything this world tells you, then give your life to Jesus and watch how a personal relationship with a living God can give you a new joy and peace you never dreamed of. There's a link in the description box below. Go down there now and click on that link where I leave a simple prayer for you to pray and ask Jesus Christ to come into your life and make you a child of the Most High God. Think about it.